Welcome to Awake and Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joy, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. What up, motherfuckers? Hello. Good morning, good morrow, good evening, good night, whatever it is. Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> <laughs> One time we recorded the intro and I completely did our YouTube intro. It was pretty funny. Um, sometimes we just get a little too high. <clears throat> okay, that's how you should be here. This is a safe space to be really, really fucking high. Today we wanted to talk about basically the topic of ridding yourself of guilt, handling guilt, moving on from it, accepting it, and how to even just like work with it yes so basically we all waste a lot of our thoughts on things that we think matter um and one of those things is taking a serious toll on us and that's guilt like we have to talk about it how much guilt is written in our lives and society and everything everywhere guilt is everywhere we're made to feel like we're supposed to feel this feeling um you don't have to we're gonna no no you don't have to feel guilty um guilt is defined by feelings of culpability especially for imagined offenses or from a sense of self of inadequacy so like by definition that word is that it's a feeling that we make up we create it we control guilt we we allow ourselves to feel it um society got a hold of this world word very early and world but this word very early and really the feeling that it represents and unfortunately as humans do they just indoctrinated it in everything to control to you know dominate to get power um especially religion uh i'm gonna speak on catholicism roman catholics because that's what i experienced but the catholic church instilled a seemingly immovable guilt within me uh it deeply illustrated mistakes being made and then the intense shame for those mistakes. Every story in the Bible is about someone making a mistake and God either forgiving them or spiting them. Like, and most of the time I feel like it's spiting them. And obviously to a child, this meant to me, a child, all mistakes are terrible, but also like my family and my friend life were teaching me mistakes aren't always mistakes and you can choose to make bad choices that are okay. So in my head, there was just like intense, intense confusion. A deep guilt was constantly living in my mind because I made conscious bad decisions and then allowed guilt, guilt to sit with them because that's what I thought I had to do. Um, and I spent so much of my life with these feelings. That makes sense too because I personally also went to a Catholic school and the way it affected me was a lot different, I would say. Like, yeah. I analyzed it probably in like first grade. Like, I was just having a really hard time um, at home and in my personal life. I was a very sad kid. I was like a, a anxious kid. Um, and I had a lot of anger at Catholicism because of the guilt that I felt. So when you're someone who's in, especially um, in children, we see when they're in like a, a kind of compromised situation, they react um, multiple different ways, right? There's like fight, flight, fawn and all that shit. I'm a fawn bitch. <laughs> um, I was like a fawn bitch and I was like, I will just be perfect. And then that way bad things can't happen because I'm doing everything right. So I was literally trying to do everything right. And I didn't feel like 
uh, Jesus or God or was fucking listening to me. I was told if you're a good person and you pray and you do what you're supposed to, like God will answer your prayers. So then I would like still just be really sad every single day and going through really hard stuff every single day. And I was like, okay, I have one of two options here. Either this whole Catholic God is real and he fucking hates me and I'm he he just rejected me, which I was like, and if that's the case, I'm fucking mad. I'm really fucking mad because I try to be such a good kid. Or it's all a bunch of bullshit. And if that's the case, I'm really fucking mad. I'm really fucking mad because why am I wasting my time with this? Like, this is making me so angry that everyone's lying to me. So I was an angry ass little kid. I was so angry because I was like, I don't understand. I try so fucking hard. I want to do everything good. I want to do everything right. And I am not being helped in my situation. Like, fuck this shit. And then I felt guilty because I was like, but low key, all the adults believe this shit. So if I'm this angry, I'm going to hell. Like, <laughs> I was just like, damn, this sucks. Like, I am just, I'm just pissed. And it made me like, yes, it made me angry, but it wasn't until I was an adult. And I had moved to New York and I was talking to a bunch of my friends and we were all raised really differently. And some of them would say that they were actually Catholic, but they like don't go to church and they weren't like trained the way I was. I was like a trained Catholic. Um, and like they were just like easy going, like just saying they're Catholic cause like their grandma was or some shit. Yeah. And I would be like really offended by that. And I would be like, and not in a way where I'm like, that's my culture. But in a way where I was like, do you know how like annoying that is? Like, ew. And then I would, they would like talk to me about like their point of view of it. And I was like, well, my point of view is a lot different and it's more like detailed and intense. And then like, I kind of just realized Okay, my point of view um, is valid as fuck, but it's also niche. Like, it's it's a very me situation. Um, and so, like, I had to work through that guilt like crazy as an adult. Like, that was where I kind of realized, like, oh, okay, I actually have some, some Catholic guilt, Catholic trauma that I got to work through because like there had been certain things in my life that had occurred and because I was brought up Catholic I was holding subconscious guilt for things that had happened to me because I was like well that's technically a sin so it was like it it was a lot of like once I realized that I had Catholic guilt I was able to rid myself of like a lot of that guilt and then I'm really glad that Kelsey brought up this whole Catholic thing but when we were first talking about this my brain did not even think about Catholicism I like blocked that shit out I honestly have a very hard time dealing with guilt. I'm really hard on myself in general with like everything. So when I'm feeling like guilty about something, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, it's just like kind of bothering me. It's like every night before I go to bed, it's the last thing I think about, even though I try not to. I'm like, you remember when you were seven and you said that embarrassing fucking thing? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, yeah or like or like innocent mistakes that I had made just like growing up and then like in hindsight I'm like okay like I see other people's points of view as well like yeah I did yeah basically Ho'oponopono is my lifesaver you guys the reason and we've talked about this before but if you don't know Ho'oponopono it consists of four phrases it's like a mantra it's I'm sorry please forgive me thank you I love you those are what you say. Listen to our Ho'oponopono episode on it because we actually explain like the full practice and teaching and where it came from and everything. But that helps me a lot because when you're doing that, yes, you're like thinking about the situation and you're using that mantra to heal yourself and like whoever's involved in that situation. But it's a lot of focus on the mantra. It's a lot of focus on the words you're saying. It's less focus on every little detail of cringy guilt that you have from your past. So that helps me a lot. I'm not even going to lie, especially if you're someone who's extremely hard on yourself. I recommend Ho'oponopono. I like to do it in the shower. I probably do it every single time I wash my hair. (laughs) Um, But it's also hard sometimes to forgive ourselves from like the past mistakes that we made because sometimes we grow up and we realize like, 
okay, I actually could have handled that differently. But guys, you were a fucking kid. And a lot of the times we don't think about like, we just grow as people. So even if you didn't make this mistake as a child, right? Uh, you weren't in the same place you were now. A lot of the times we made the best decision with the information that we had at that time and where we were in life and like what we had been through at that part of life. And I, I know it's like cringy, like hindsight is always 2020 or whatever. You know me with my cringy quotes, bitches. I love them. I love them. Um, and it really is though. Like that's been another thing that helps me kind of get rid of my guilt is I'm like, I can move on from who I was like at that time. And I saw uh, one of my friends tweeted, um, and this bitch wasn't even a bad person in high school, but she tweeted and was like, is it so fucking hard to believe that I might've grown and matured and like not be the same person I was in high school. And I was like, damn, like that can, yeah, like that makes sense. And then I had to go easier on some bitches that did me dirty in high school that I was keeping a grudge on because I was like, well, high school was hard. Yes. It was hard. <laughs> So that helps a lot too. just kind of like when you have compassion for yourself and realize like you did your best at the time with the information that you had and like where you were in life, same with everybody else. So that kind of helps me as well. I think Ho'oponopono is cool because it helps you get rid of your own guilt and any um, attached feelings or like cords that are kind of, I don't want to say negative, but like that don't make you feel good with other people and other experiences. Exactly. Completely. Um, real quick, I need to tell you guys a story about how fawn Danny is, because when you said that, I'd immediately, I remembered this. So one time I was showing up to meet, uh, Danny at her house with our friends, Emily and Lucy, and they were sitting at a table and I, it was dark outside and I, um, was like, oh, perfect. I'm going to scare them. Like, it'll be fun. So I stood in the, like the open window in complete darkness, just staring and then Danny saw me just started screaming but did not move there was not a second of movement from her so Emily who knows Danny better than anyone was like well I gotta protect this bitch yeah. like jumps in front of her to keep her safe because if you know Danny you know one thing about her is you gotta you gotta keep an eye on her you gotta you gotta keep her under your wing I'm a putty tat <laughs> No, it's like, it's like, I'm a bad bitch and like, I'm not scared no. for real, but like, if it's like a save my own life situation, I'm like not a fighter. Like I'm not a fighter. That would make my dad so upset because my dad was like a Marine Corps sniper. And like, since I was young, like he would be like, you got to be able to do this many pushups and be able to protect yourself and use a gun and shit like that. Um, and no, I am not a fighter. I didn't also know it was Kelsey when she looked into yes. the window. So it was dark. And so like with the way windows work, yeah, she could see through, but our light was on. And because it was like dark outside, like pitch black, I could only see the, our window was cracked a little bit. So I could see her, the part that was open, her smile, <laughs> couldn't see whose smile it belonged to. Couldn't see the eyes above it because like the window was blacking it out. Um, and I, I just wasn't thinking that Kelsey would do something like that. Yeah. Um, and my husband is black. So all I knew it was, it was a Caucasian person smile. And then when I screamed, they didn't stop smiling. Yeah. I'm about to put your ass on blast. Um, when I screamed, they didn't stop smiling. And then I thought, Oh God, I'm dealing with a psychopath. Like they're getting pleasure out of this, this, like they're going to kill me. So then I like fell out of my chair in a oh, second right. scream. It was a, it was like a, a blood curdling scream <laughs> yes. where I fell out of my chair because I was like, Oh my God, I'm dealing with a nutso. I am <laughs> dealing with like a modern day serial killer. And all I was thinking was like, damn, this worked. I scared the fuck out of I know. Out of I, 
was like, oh my God, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, but also before we wrap this up, you guys, I did want to mention, like we talked a lot about like, you did your best, you guys. Like you did your best. You never tried to make a mistake. Well, sometimes uh, we actually don't do our best. Sometimes, like I know that there are times where it's like, you know what? I knew what I did was wrong while I was doing it at the time that I did it. And I still did it because like, I'm just human. That's okay too. What did you learn from it? Did you yes. learn from it? And if you're still doing it, hooker, stop. And learn something from it. Exactly. And like, okay, most, like most things, guilt is, it's not real. Like we've said, it's just a feeling. That's all we're trying to tell you. Like most feelings, it has a beautiful ability to carry lessons and is a tool for self-reflection and growth completely. But like feelings, a lot of us are, we're failed when being taught what they are and how to deal with them and taught that like they're, uh, overpowering like like oh you feel guilty then you should lean into like you should really feel guilty then or if you're angry like oh well that's stupid like you know like just all those things like anger sadness guilt fear i feel like we i speak for a lot of us when i say that we were mistaught what they mean mostly in terms of permanence um like you can feel guilty for something for a second like i said it's a great tool for uh reflection it's it's just it's it's incredible because it allows you to feel that feeling like that's it's not a negative feeling necessarily but it's when you let it live in your brain and control you and make you feel like you are defined by this guilt because you are not defined by any feelings they're meant to be felt listened to released that's how they help us they are fleeting beams of insight like they are so important but they are not the end-all be-all they're just little steps but society taught us that when we feel these things guilt especially it means that it's forever and it means that we are def we are defined by it and so we just give in to that so it's on you it's all on you to train yourself to see your guilt hell or like don't see it um and it sucks because it is a hard thing to do but you, it's worth it it's worth the practice and in, in learning how to do this um guilt is worthy when you make a poor choice full stop like you can feel that and you can learn from it. But any other time, anytime you're like a middleman of a situation or you're just brought into something or someone's just telling you you should feel guilty for something, then that's not like shut it right down. No one can, if your body isn't telling you, if your mind isn't telling you to self-reflect on this moment, then it's not a worthy guilt. Um, and the truth is that the guilt that we typically feel isn't real. Like, like I said, like some guilts are real, but those ones that people are giving you are not real. That guilt is completely fake. It's not even really a feeling because anytime someone's injecting a feeling into you, that's just gaslighting. Um, and like, I just want you guys to release the wasted thought in all senses. Any thoughts that are waste, and there's not many, but guilt is one of them. Shame is one of them. Hating yourself is one of them. Um, it takes practice, but you can do it. You can go beyond guilt and you can outgrow it. And the opposite of guilt is self-reflection, which is like the deepest act of self-love you can give yourself. So just be easy on yourself, allow yourself to feel, and then thank the feeling for what it gave you. Ho'oponopono it. Yes. It's a lifesaver, especially if you're like really hard on yourself bitches yes. it does put like a nice little like buffer low-key between you and then like the feeling of guilt and it's exactly. like and then the more you say it and do it like because you might have to do it a lot like you might have to say it like a hundred fucking times and that's okay right say it as many times as you have to and like i found that like i don't know when i do it like even doing it to someone else like when i'm trying to heal from what someone else did to me 
like Ho'oponopono is just a great way to like remind yourself that you should always feel love with people and you should always be open to forgiving. Like no matter what they do to you, you don't have to be their friend, but you don't have to carry those feelings with you. Obviously, unless they're like a Hitler situation, then you can hate. Yeah, or, or Jeffrey Dahmer. Or Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't forgive. I don't forgive. Yes, they are all our extremes. But for the most part, for your friend that like stabbed you in the back, eh, is that really worth holding on to? And should you feel guilty about that? No. No. Literally let that shit go. Exactly. Also, it's so funny because once you do this, you'll get kind of good at it. Yeah. And then you'll be able to like let go so easily that if someone like brings it up later, you're like, bitch, I done forgot about that situation. It's been in the past. Like it's not even on my radar anymore. And then like sometimes like if you so I got really good at doing this with people who like like especially how Kelsey said friendships. Um, and maybe that's just because I'm good at like ghosting people. I don't know. <laughs> that might be something I have to work on. But also the guilt thing. I am I've gotten like so much better at that. And uh, one of my last friendships that I had like a falling out with it. What it was like around college time. And um, I genuinely don't think about that bitch ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Like her name got brought up a couple times and I was like, oh, I hope she's well. And they were like, and like someone was trying to like get tea out of me. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't have tea. Like I forgot this person existed, not in a hateful way. No, that's the thing is like, I, that's why I hate that this uh, ghosting has like such a negative connotation because yeah, I gotta be honest. I'm a ghoster to people who give me bad feelings. Like I listen to my intuition every time. And sometimes my intuition is like, ah, you don't need them. So I unfortunately have to erase you from my life, but it's okay. You're still in the world. You're just not in my life. <laughs> so you guys, I hope you can release a little bit of guilt. Um, this is something that's kind of been on like, well, obviously Kelsey's mind cause she thought of it. <laughs> but after she brought it up, I was like, Oh, I've been like kind of feeling some guilty feelings like that. I'm working through. I'm also like depressed right now. <laughs> so that's not helping, but this episode definitely helped in being able to kind of like talk through that and like kind of be reminded like, okay, we all experience this. It's like not real. I can choose to let go of it. I can hold upon upon my walk right out of this. Right. And you don't even have to feel guilty about feeling guilt because like I said, like, that's it's hilarious. Just, it's society. Like, it's not, it's so in our world. Don't feel guilty about the guilt. That's like, no, nah, bitch, <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. Real, but funny. And with uh, that being said, stay high.